0: Hey, homies, it's Michelle Bennett, graphic designer, turned marketer, turned interior decorator, and apparently now podcast host. That's right, peeps. I selfishly started a podcast so that I would have an excuse to pick the brains of designers, decorators, and industry experts so that I can get to the next level. And the best part is, you guys are coming with me. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm here today from Myra of Jane Meets Ruby, which is a textile line here in Canada, which makes me very happy, right? I know. Where in Canada are you based? Out of Stratford, Ontario. Amazing. So yeah. yes to Canadians. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so thank you for being here. Um, yeah. So you're a fellow Canadian, you live in Stratford,
1: and you, did you recently launch this fabric line? So when did I launch? It was, has it already, I feel like it's already been a year and a half. So I launched, I launched November, 2017. And wow. Okay. But then I kind of, I had a baby in between there. So I had a break. I would, I feel like I had at least an eight month break in there. Okay. And I relaunched with all new fabrics. I kind of in that time period when I was off, I had a chance to kind of really think about my brand more and where I wanted to head, what direction I wanted to go. And, um, I just, I feel, I feel really good about these fabrics that I've made this time around.
0: Well, I feel good about them too. They're- <laughs> so I don't even know how, like, I don't know what happened, but I think, I don't know. At some point I started following you. I don't really know how right. but that's just what happens. Right? right. And then I think that you posted yeah. like a sample or something. And I think I messaged you and said, Oh my God, like your fabrics look amazing. I would love like a pack of samples. And then you sent me the samples. And then I did like a reveal on, on my stories of it. Cause I, and I opened it in real time and like, was like, dying these fabrics are so beautiful <laughs> i can't handle it they're amazing Crazy. and so okay so we're going to talk a little bit more about you're saying like you've had time to think about what you want your brand to be but can you just like what were you an artist before all this like what were you doing before you launched this brand
1: this business um actually i was a registered nurse <laughs> what <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah it's crazy anyways I I was I I nursed before I had kids and then I had my first son and I um sorry (laughs) um and then I I I just found it hard to juggle with my husband because he travels for sometimes a week at a time and I was doing all of our shifts and so I did it like after I had him and I was off on that leave, I went back and I, I worked for, I would say another eight months. And then I had my, my next son and um, I, I'm just like, after the second son, I was like, I can't go back. I can't do this. It's just too chaotic.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I went off and I'm an introvert and I needed, I needed time to like, Kind of regroup and, and quiet. And so I started sewing. And I was sewing so many pillows <laughs> that I couldn't really use them just for my house. And I was like, oh, it'd kind of be fun to start up a pillow shop. And um, so after that, I was like, well, how, how do I go about doing this? So I started following some bloggers and they, I realized that in order to promote your product, you need good photography. So I was like, okay, I'm going to start. I'm going to learn how to do photography. So I was like, how am I going to do this? And I needed needed to learn how to, like, I wanted to do it quickly because I wanted to start getting my business launched. So I was like, oh, I'll photograph families. And then that will give me a bit of supplemental income to help me with my business startup. And so I started doing that and then I had to get good on Photoshop, like editing these photos. And, um, after I got good at photography, I was like, okay, now I'm ready to like start my shop. And I, I went on to, I just did some more, like I did a bit of market research and I basically just typed pillows into Etsy and all these pillow stores came up and then I like started to feel defeated. Yeah there's absolutely no way I can compete because I was just going to be using fabrics that they were going to be using Mm -hmm. textile designers so then so you take the next logical step right (laughs) yes (laughs) yeah obviously (laughs) and I come from a family that loves to create things like my brother for instance is not an engineer but he's a farmer and he creates like he just welds his own like truck boxes, like these Gigantico truck boxes. And my sister is amazing at creating her own things. And I was like, I'm just going to like go ahead and figure out how to design my own textiles. Of course. Obviously. <laughs> like anything. Okay, but how sound. did you have like... When you were young, did you used to draw or like? I, so I, that's the thing. I knew I loved to draw because art class, like that was like my number one class. Like I right. absolutely loved art class, but I knew like looking back at high school, if I could have went in an artistic direction, I probably would have rather than into like a, same, science, right? a science-based science program. But I knew like the creative field, you don't, it's not yeah, free at like income right like, totally. so like I, something want, I wanted free. some yeah. yeah yeah so I wanted something that I would be able to support a family on mm-hmm. and so yeah so I had that background in high like basically my whole life I, I love to draw and doodle and that kind of thing so um yeah that's how I basically started do, doing textiles oh and then I had another hurdle where I was like well I've drawn these pieces of art but how do I get them into repeats and luckily I had photo like I had Photoshop background from um, doing my photo editing so I I like played around for basically five months and then at the end of the five months I had like seven repeats that I was Decently happy with.
0: Oh my God. I just don't even, my brain cannot wrap its head around (laughs) the fact that you were like a nurse, and then you're like, I'm just gonna do these pillows, and then and then your brain says, I'm just gonna have to make my own fabrics. Like that's nuts to me. So, so can you explain then the process of making the fabrics? And like, what do you what what is it exactly? Like, how are they created?
1: So I have um th- three mediums that I love I love to do like kind of like painterly lines um so I use paint a lot I love to use pen and I What do you mean
0: like real life pen or like on the computer pen
1: no like real life pen like this is like, like legit <laughs>
0: But so like, how does that I'm like, like reproducible? That's where my brain. You're are you so, making the fabrics by hand? No, that makes me. Feel well, sad.
1: no. So, um, <laughs> I'm creating the art, Okay. and I'm creating them by either like painting, drawing, or carving. Like recently, I've I've like I my saw new this. line is a lot of carving, so yeah. line of block carving. I have like pictures of that posted on my Instagram. I saw that. Yeah. Um, and then I like I hand stamp them to create um, unique reprints and yep. then I, and then I f- scan them to <laughs> the computer and that's when I digitize them and make them into repeats.
0: Got it. See, this yes. is where like I can't wrap my head around it. So
1: yeah. then, are you sending it to like, so then I send it to a, a fabric company that makes my fabrics in Toronto
0: Amazing. Okay. Wow. Okay. It's funny because it's like I'm not saying it's simple by any stretch of the imagination, but I was just like, man, how does this? Like, how did? Wait, how much research did it take you? Like, to figure out like the company you were going to use, and how to even? Oh gosh. I mean, period of research. Like, I know there was market research, but yeah, like, (laughs) where your brain was like, how does this even become a thing? So that you knew.
1: I don't, I, I, it was kind of all a blur because I had like the kids at that point too. But honestly, I, there was so many times where I was like, I'm just going to quit because it's just yeah. like too much to wrap my head around. But I, I'm, I guess I'm not really a quitter. Like once I have this idea in my head, I'm like, I am going to figure out how to do this.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, like, guys, so, like, if you guys have not heard of Jane Meets Ruby, I'm telling you, you need to go check out her stuff. Like, it's it's freaking beautiful. And it's, like, premium and, like, it's, it's amazing. It's really, really beautiful.
1: Thank not you. Not that you
0: don't already know <laughs> that or hear that a lot. But, um, like, I hope... I hope that this will hit people who have never like aren't familiar with your products. So right. that like, I'm like introducing people to something new, which would make me feel real good. But, um, yeah, no, that's amazing. So then, so like how much, is there like a limited amount of a certain pattern that you do?
1: So right now I order, like I, all my cushion covers are made to order. So I, um, When I get an order in, I order the fabric before, like my first line I launched, I was just guessing basically on the size and how much fabric I would need. And I had all these pillows that, well, someone wanted a 20 by 20. And I was like, well, I only have like 22 by 22. So um, I just find it better. Like you're getting a custom piece this way. I'm keeping my environmental footprint lower. And I just like the idea of these low fabric runs.
0: Got it. And okay, so one thing I wasn't totally sure on is, do you also sell fabric by the yard to designers?
1: So I would love to do that. I just really, to be honest, I haven't got the time to get around to posting, like to getting that up on my website, but I have been like corresponding with interior designers to, sell my fabric that way so if you're interested in fabric by the yard I'm happy to okay just that yeah
0: just send like an email separately and request whatever it is that you need yeah um so what is the fabric made out of like what is the now are they all the same
1: the um I I work with two generally and I like this 55 percent um linen and 45 percent cotton mixture and then I, my other mixture is just a hundred percent cotton. And this, it's like this really soft cotton that I love.
0: Okay. Okay. So you were saying, let's see. So you were a nurse before, which is crazy to me. Um, <laughs> totally opposite. Yeah. It's hilarious. Um, what does your husband think of all this? Is he like, what
1: is happening? Like, what was, um, what, like, was I think he thinks I'm absolutely nuts. Yeah. <laughs> um I I don't to be honest he um I think he's just he's like sure go for it but he I I think he's actually amazed that I've got this far because he probably thought it was just a joke at the start but, yeah um yeah he's generally pretty supportive and I have a lot of like DIY projects around the house that I love to do. And once I create like one thing, I'm like, ooh, let's go create this. Yeah. And yeah. for instance, we just like finished uh our headboard in our master bedroom. So I like sew all that with like piping and then we like stretch it around plywood. And that like I try to look make them look pretty professional. Um but yeah, he I think he thinks I'm a little nuts in the DIY department. <laughs> Well,
0: I mean, like the, also, like the products that you're selling, like are high end, as far as I'm concerned, right? So nothing about this feels DIY to me. Oh no, 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 <laughs>
1: no! I'm like, <laughs> it's so funny because I'm but like, it I'm started like, out. I would like, say it tailored. started out as like a DIY type yeah. of project because I was like, how do I go about doing this? But no, like I'm definitely like aiming, like I'm trying to, um market my product to like a very high-end clientele yeah for sure and I have like high input costs because everything's made in Canada so it's that my pricing reflects that and was I like
0: an, an, an intentional decision it was um
1: just because I've um I've had a lot of like duality about this business um I mean, I feel like that's a whole other podcast, but basically the way I was raised, my mom was always like, materialistic things aren't important. And, um, so I just, (laughs) yeah, it's been, it's been a struggle, but I feel like because I'm creating this high end product that's Canadian based, it's, it's quality product that's durable. so I feel like we're consuming less when when we can um, purchase a product that's high, higher end and well made right um okay, I'm gonna
0: jump on that thing that comment that you made because I think that's interesting and I'm curious if if this is a little bit about what you mean too like are you saying like you're having a little bit of like mindset work that you have to work on because like, you know, you grew up with like one set of either values or your parents would say one thing and now you're building this business, which by default, well, selling something that's not necessarily something people need. Like nobody needs a throw pillow. Well, I mean, everybody needs throw pillows. Like if you're a designer, everybody needs throw pillows. But you know what I mean? Um, And also, you know, in theory, like it could be growing, you could be making money that feels like almost... Like you're doing something you love and making money doing it sometimes can be like confusing when it feels like you've turned something that you love into a way to make money. Like it's a bit of a conflict inside that's
1: like confusing. Well, I don't, I wouldn't say that that's the conflict. Like, yes, I'm creating a product I love, um, that I'm making money on Well, I'm not like, I still have a long way to go. (laughs) Um, but I feel like, um, no, it's just more like, I guess just my background about like materialistic possessions. And so I'm creating these things to like, and I want to surround myself with this beauty with with these beautiful fabrics and these beautiful things. And, but yet, I was like raised where it was like, well, that shouldn't be important. Like human mm. relationships are very important and um, that kind of thing. So yeah, that's yeah. my duality that yeah. I'm kind of dealing with on a daily basis. But um, I feel like it's, it's better. Like I feel better about it when it's hundred percent Canadian made it's quality. I feel yeah. like I'm consuming less, Got it. less, but like, yeah right
0: <laughs> it's I a little that. bit confusing
1: I'm, I'm, no it's okay I'm getting really weird feedback
0: from my own voice I don't know if you're hearing an echo but I if this is recording like this I feel bad for the listeners and hopefully it won't be a problem but um you know what like I totally get it and I think like that's kind of like for you it's kind of that specific thing like for me and maybe other entrepreneurs like I have a lot of like just having to reteach yourself certain things. Like for me, it was just my, we always lived in a world where you can't afford this. You can't afford this. You can't afford this. And then when all of a sudden, like you feel like you can start making some real money, then it's very confusing. And right. we're working like everybody says, you have to work so hard to make money. And then if you figure out a way to make money easier, whatever, but it's like, we're all kind of battling with like what we, things we learned growing up versus like what we're doing now and having right. the, work on yeah. that mindset. It's basically just mindset stuff. I feel like that just comes up every time. But also for you, like I feel like one way to shift it in your brain too is like I think you're, it's like you're making art. It's not materialistic. It's like an art form. And if you right. think about it that way, like
1: yeah, creating and, amazing things. And it's like, it's like my form of therapy. Like I feel yeah. like I, I'm healthier because like say my husband's traveling and I can't get out for that run that I would like to do I can actually create this art at night when the kids are in bed and I'm like oh it's such a like therapeutic release for me so
0: wow, that's amazing yeah because
1: my work just adds a lot of stress in my life <laughs> <laughs> well there is definitely elements yeah. of this business but that least, are very yeah, stressful sure. but yeah but um I love like if I could just if I, I hate the marketing part of this business. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like spending all this time on social media, oh. but I, I just love like creating the repeats, the fabric, like that's just like my happy place. So
0: that's amazing. And actually, are you, have you been a little bit like, how has that transition been to, cause in a perfect, like we talk about this all the time in the interior design world, like nobody said, none of us were like, Oh, I want to start a business. What should that business be? Oh, interior design. It's more right. like, Oh, I love interior design. And Oh shoot. Now I have a business with all this like invoicing and right. website and, and, all this stuff that you'd never considered. What's that transition like been for you? And like, how do you find it? It is to juggle all that and figure um, it out as
1: you go. Yeah, I basically have to figure it out as I go, and I feel like mm-hmm. I I like get over one hurdle and then I'm on to the next one. <laughs> like, I, I, yeah, it's and especially when I have like I have three kids now and yeah. I have a, a little one year old. That's a that's a lot of kids. One. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, and they're basically like following me around the house or crying or I'm changing diapers or like I'm cleaning up vomit or you know, like yeah. mom yeah. life. And then I have this on top of it. And some days I'm like, what, what am I even doing? But, um, I don't know. I just, I, I kind of just like, I guess I learned this from nursing, just remain calm and don't, don't rush yourself because if you rush yourself, you're, probably just gonna get nowhere quickly yeah and I just (laughs) right I just feel like I'm always making errors when I'm rushing myself so I just kind of attend to the kids and then when they've like quieted down if I have a few like minutes to like respond to emails I do that um and after they're in bed is when I can really get busy on like like getting my boxes ready to ship out and Um, fabric cut and stuff to take off to the seamstress so yeah
0: well that's I mean I don't know how people run businesses and have kids like I can barely deal with it and I don't have any kids and so good (laughs) on you (laughs) um so you were saying that when you first launched your business like the first bit of like what how has how has the patterns how have the patterns evolved since you started like I feel like I was getting the vibe that maybe, like, if you look back at your first ones, you're kind of like,
1: ugh. Yeah, so I feel like the first ones, that they were very simplistic. And I'm still really proud of those prints because, like, I mean, it's crazy that I went from being a nurse to being able to create these textiles. Um, but I, to be honest, I really didn't know where my brand was going. I had no idea about the textile industry. And I was just kind of, like trying everything like I did florals I love drawing florals but that didn't like that wasn't a huge hit um my geometrics like were the ones that really sold and um yeah so and then I after the like I had that eight month gap where I kind of like took a breather when I had my my third child I realized that I was like well these textiles aren't really reflecting something that I would want to have in my house and I was like like I like, I like them, but I'm like, what is my actual style? So I like sat back and I like reflected on what it is I actually like. And if I could, I don't know what actually to describe my style is, but I feel like I'm kind of like a streamlined traditional.
0: I don't Uh, know if that makes sense,
1: but I feel like I love like ornate details, but I don't, like I but I like like a simplistic leg
0: you're gonna figure out how to describe it and I don't know how to describe my style either but I will say this I'm not a, I don't love traditional aesthetic personally right but I can see what you mean I don't know how to describe it either but okay I'm gonna say this and I don't do you know Studio McGee yes these look like textiles that studio McGee would use. And I think that's a very big compliment (laughs) Um, (laughs) because like they're amazing and everybody's like, you know, bow down to studio McGee, but like, it's just, uh, it's, I don't know how to describe your, it either, but they, I love that they are geometric, but they're not like, there's things about some geometrics that I don't like, which feel like borderline, like too simple. And like, I don't know. I, I don't know how to describe it either, but it's be- people you got to go check it out. And I hope everybody that listens to this will go follow you on Instagram because you need to blow up because you're so freaking talented. It's insane. Um, <laughs> so you you so then what did you start doing after you kind of had that realization?
1: Did you just start playing and like putting brush? Well, I, I actually went to... Like I love, I love vintage stuff. So I was like, well, what is it about vintage that I like? And I was like, well, I like that it kind of has a story and it's um, like kind of got this worn look and it kind of feels like it has soul. And I feel like a lot of new fabrics kind of lack that. And they're like, they fall flat, if you know what I mean? Like they just look new and they don't have the story behind them. So it's like, okay, how can I create like that look that kind of looks like they're uh, worn and imperfect? Mm-hmm. And another thing is is I love like when I went to I I decided to just go to the antique mall and I like just went and perused and I was like, well, what is it that draws me to this vintage, this vintage furniture? And and I was like, well, I really like this ornate dealing detailing on the furniture like they're like hand carved like this is incredible and so I was like well I want to like add in these ornate details but I want to do it in like a quiet refined way because like I I like Victorian houses but I like but I like like I I don't necessarily like how they're like so ornate on the outside but yet I love the character of it so I tried to like my Harlow pillow, I feel like is a good example of this or innate detailing. Like it's like hand carved and it's um, very detailed ornate, but yet I like put it in like in a quiet, quiet way. Like I arranged it in a quiet way.
0: I'm actually just trying to go look up that specific one. (laughs) So I can, um, and I was hoping that maybe it was on your Instagram and they would be
1: For also, I really like the color palettes that you have. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. And that was another thing, like over the eight months span that I took off, I was like, what is it that I like, what colors do I love? And I was like, well, I really like like these earthy, natural colors. So I was like, I'm just going to like stick with that. And now I feel like I have this, uh, I have these 11 fabrics and I'm working on more currently that I'm liking the direction that they're headed but they just they feel like me and i'm like really proud of proud of them and i want to showcase them and i feel like people are also more receptive to them like they realize that i'm very proud of these products so it's yeah.
0: i don't, i really think this is like insane that you've like your body of work for you said like a year and a half now, not even like technically you took an eight month hiatus. Well, plan?
1: sorry. I started my Shopify site a year and a half ago, but prior to that, I was like doing the Like I was building up my business for about like almost a year. It's still not
0: that long a time. I mean, <laughs> that's great. Like you've really honed in on like your yes. style and okay. So I, the way I would describe these, like what I, okay. What I've realized about myself is that like, when I want to use color, I I don't like, if we're going to use like a blue, I like it to be like a muted, more like blue that you would see naturally. Or, you know, So like I've been really, well, and I mean, it's not just like, it's just what a lot of people are leaning towards, but like a more organic feel for everything, right? Like the patina that you see on everything. But, and then when it comes to colors, like if I am going to use colors, I want it to feel like muted is, and that's, what I feel like your color palette is, which is really nice. Like it feels neutral without being neutral. But, um, okay. So you said now you're, you, you, did you already launch the, the, the,
1: um, fabrics by using the carving thing that you were talking about? Yeah. So, um, I have blog posts written on every fabric piece if you're interested. Okay. Um, like how I came, how they came to be, but, um, yeah I, the basically the carving, like if you look the Maya print and the Harlow print, it like I have a picture on my Instagram and they like show the carvings.
0: like how long did it take you to teach yourself how to do that?
1: <laughs> to, oh, to carve i yeah. ha, I had lino blocked carved in high school, so I already knew how to do that. Like that wasn't
0: it's absolutely crazy though. I mean, I. It is very ornate. It's beautiful. I, I'm just going to keep doing that. <laughs> <Really>. <laughs> Worst interview ever. Okay. So, okay, so <clears throat> one of the things you were talking a little bit about your brand. So how would you say, if you had to articulate into words, like where you started versus like where you are now, the evolution of what the brand is and what do you want to see happen in the next five years in your, like in your, right. if you had um, everything you
1: wanted? That's a good question, and um, I hate it. I'm sorry when people
0: say that to me. I'm
1: like, oh crap, I don't know. <laughs> um, I would say at the start, I, I really didn't have a brand. Like, I just decided to name it Jane meets Ruby because I was like, okay, my my grandma's yes. really creative, my mom's very creative, and I feel like they've been very in, influential in in my loving creative, like being a creative being. So I was like, okay, Jane meets Ruby. Um, they've kind of like come together to inspire me. I'm going to name my company that. And um, and then I really had no idea where I was headed. <laughs> and, um, and now, like, I feel like I've already told you um, how after the eight months span when I had my my third um, daughter um how I kind of um like honed my craft and uh got like refined my aesthetic into what it is now and where am I going now well um I'm not really sure but all I I I just really want to be a kind company. Mm -hmm. And if I do get lucky enough to become successful enough and I have employees, I just, I want to run a kind company. I don't know. That's okay. So what do you mean by kind? Like, do you want to describe for us like what you mean by that? I want to treat my employees well. I want, I don't want it. Like, I don't really want it it's not about a money making venture. Sure. I want to like make money. I'm not going to do it for free. It's a, it's a huge time commitment, but I don't like, I'm not out here to get rich. I just want to do this because I love doing it. And I want to treat my employees that way. Like right now I have a seamstress and I like, we really like talk about, is she getting a fair wage? I want to make sure she's getting paid properly. And, um, um and I I really want to fo- hone in on like the environmental aspect like eventually when I can afford it I want to get biodegradable shipping packages yeah and um I I like right now I love that I'm hundred percent Canadian and I want to stick to that I, I don't want to be like go overseas and start producing my fabrics there so I'm hopeful like fingers crossed that I can continue to do that um yeah. So being kind to the environment, being kind to others, not like, I just don't want to try to make a ton of money, like be ruthless. I just want
0: to be, that's basically. You can just make a ton of money by, while being a good person to other people and to the world. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, that's an, honestly, that's incredible. And like, I'm like, You feel, you just seem like a very Zen person
1: to me. And I'm like, what, what kind of nurse were you? What, what uh, were you doing when you were? Um, I was a registered nurse and I worked on a a post-operative surgical floor and you say I'm a very zen person, but I am definitely not. I'm not I getting that vibe. Actually, nursing helps me become more of like this laid back person because you had to remain calm or else. Right. You're and yeah. you're trying to like save people's lives. So you're like, I just really have to calm down. No, I have like actually in like I posted on one of my posts in Instagram that I have severe anxiety problems and like, it's been a continual, like, um, process that I've had to work on. Throughout yeah. My life.
0: <laughs> I've been talking a lot about that too, actually. Um, right. and how old are you?
1: I'm 30. Uh, well, sorry. I'm like 31 in two weeks.
0: Oh my so. God. And you have three kids. Damn girl. Yeah. <laughs> But I I don't know about you, but like, I feel like all of that stuff just starts to get more real. Like the older I've gotten, like just, there's just so much more at life. And then you start, like, if you have anxiety, then now you start your own business and like, sure. You're your own boss, but there's all this other stuff. Having to be on social media does not help. I don't think like, there's so many times when I'm like, I would just like to abort mission. Like what, who are some of the um, other textile designers that you, are inspired by, or that you follow, or are there any? Um, I love,
1: well, the first one I started following was Rebecca Atwood yep. and um, Susan Connor has yep. been like an absolute like inspiration to me. Um, and who, I can't remember the other, can't remember the other one. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. I would say those two have been, and were you
0: familiar with um textile designers before you ever got into this like were you aware of these people back no. in the day no <laughs> no. Okay.
1: no I actually to be perfectly honest I I was drawing I like I knew I wanted to create repeats and I was telling a friend about it and she's like oh like you're a textile designer and I was like is is that what it's called <laughs> <laughs> I, act, I had no idea like, I will say that I followed, like I started following like interior design blogs. And yeah. Which I, ones are some of your favorites? Studio McGee is huge. Um, and I was following at the start, I was following house tweaking. Okay. She's no longer blogging. Okay. Um, I, yeah. It was just those two. I mean, yeah, you have to keep
0: that to a dull roar because otherwise you're yeah. not really following anyone if you try to be following too many people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I lost my train of thought. I was going to ask you something else. But, oh, when like, do you ever just look at where you are right now and go, like, how did I get here? And
1: you're just so <laughs> crazy. If you, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like it is yeah sometimes I'm like is this actually happening like if I could look back 10 years ago and and tell myself okay Myra you're gonna become a nurse and then you're <laughs> gonna have three kids and then you're gonna become a textile designer and yeah no <laughs> yeah no it's and insane when you start like that like it was about a month ago I got an email from Sam Sachs, and I was like I followed Sam Sachs for like five or six years now and I was like she's amazing and she actually like wants to buy my stuff like this (laughs) that's amazing yeah that's that was like a wow pinch me moment yeah
0: that's crazy have you ever considered things like um and I don't know how this type of thing works are you familiar with memo showroom in Toronto no okay you should follow them I feel like they have a very um boutique um they carry textiles and fabrics and whatnot but they're very boutique and i feel like your stuff i could totally see it in a place like that um and and it's a lot of like because like most of us designers are familiar with like maxwell and jf fabrics which are just like you know those are the like go-to's robert allen whatever but then memo just carries like a higher end or more um I don't know, and I've never sourced from them because most of the, like a lot of the fabrics, are a little higher than my clients' budgets, generally speaking. But I feel like you'd probably really be inspired by a lot of the stuff you might see there. But um, have you ever considered reaching out to a place like that where they would carry a, your line and you would sell it to them, and then they're they're representing you, kind of thing?
1: Yeah. No, I've definitely looked into um, selling my product wholesale. And I do have currently two that are doing it. Um, but I just, I don't want to have too many of them because um, my input costs are so high. So it, it's tricky for me at this stage, but right. um, I, I'm definitely open to it because I want to get my product, like more publicity to get it out there. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, like I'm taking the cut to like get yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Thank you so much for talking to me. Because I, I feel like when I first reached out to you, well, first of all, sorry, I was calling you Jane in my one <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. I, of, I was like, "Thanks, Jane. And I was like, is that even your name? No, it's not. <laughs> but um, yeah. and I feel like when I first reached out and I was like, oh, you should be on my podcast. you were like, I'm maybe a little resistant at first, but I'm really glad that you decided to do it. Well, thank and you so much. Do you want to tell everybody, like, you do have a trade program. So my, my audience is designers. So do you want to tell them maybe how they can be in touch with you to, to learn more about your trade program?
1: Right. Like so if, program if you go to my website, I don't know, will you have, like, a link to my I website? I will, you're going to okay. say
0: it to you because people listening will register. But I will link it in the show okay.
1: notes for this. Yeah. So com And um I, um There'll be like there's a designer trade um, like tab there, and you can just click it, fill it like there's a form online. You just fill it out, and then you'll receive an email within a couple of days, and a free complimentary um, sample package will be sent to you.
0: And I can vouch for that because I got mine pretty much immediately and (laughs) it blew my mind. And that's why we are now talking on this podcast. Well, anyways, thank you so much, Myra. I know it's like a Friday and sometimes it's rough to do this on a Friday, but I so appreciate you talking to me and I'm... I think you're so talented and I Thank freaking you. hope nothing but the best for you. And I will share this with everybody I can so that I can hopefully <laughs> help you get more visibility any, any small way that I can. Perfect. Okay, but tell everybody, so it was janemeetsrubytextiles.com and what about on Instagram? What if they want to follow you there and they should? It's just
1: at janemeetsruby. Perfect.
0: Yeah. Anywhere else that you like to hang out or? Um, not really. You can follow me on Pinterest if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't get a hang of Pinterest. So I just gave up on that. No, yeah. uh, I like think I'm not doing yeah. that. Okay, yeah. lady. Well, thank you so much. And I'm hoping to be able to get some pillows from you very soon for a project. Maybe even my own house because
1: they're amazing. Perfect. perfect. Okay, bye. All right. Thanks so much. Have a good night. You too.
0: Oh, and I don't worry. I'll edit this all out. Um, Thank you. Did it, oh no, you're frozen. Oh no, you're frozen. Yeah, I don't know if it might be your connection. Okay, here we go. Oh no, frozen again. Oh no, we're back.